1: Recorded live. Sometimes discouraged, but not
0: defeated, cast down, but not destroyed. There are times I don't understand, but I believe it's turning around for me have struggles and disappointments. There were times I felt so alone, some of my friends, say let me down, but I still believe it's turning around for me, around for me. Around for me, it's turning around for me. Because I can see the breaking, I can see the breaking of days. God is making the way, a change is coming for me. If I stay strong in belief, there's no reason to doubt. I know he's working it out. It's turning around for me. It won't always be like this. Yes, the Lord will perfect that concerning me. And sooner or later, It'll turn in my favor, sooner or later. It'll turn in my favor, sooner or later. It'll turn in my favor. It's turning around for me, around for me. Around for me. Around for me. It's turning around for me. Around for me. Around for me. Around for me. me. It's turning around for me. It won't always be like this. The Lord will perfect that concern in me. And sooner or later, it'll turn in my favor. And sooner or later, It'll turn in my favor it's turning around for me around for me around for me around for
2: Yes, now you got a big old fan in the back. (laughs) Yes, Lord. Sooner or later. It's gonna
1: turn around for me. Yes, it won't be this way. Always. Amen. It'll turn in my faith. He's turning it around for me. Amen. This
2: person was singing by faith. Amen. He said initially,
1: sooner or later, it's going to turn around for me. He said, this thing is turning now
2: in my favor. He's turning it around for me. You got to be able to look past the situations and the circumstance and see the handwork of God that's still working it out for you. Yes, he'll do it. Amen. If you believe and not doubt, he'll surely work it. He'll work it out for you. Amen. Thank God for that song that he's turning things around for me. Amen. You should be pointing at yourself right now when you say that he's turning things around for me. Amen. We we shouldn't be looking at what is. Amen. We should be looking past what is and see what God's going to work out. Amen. As much as we can believe is how much
1: we can receive. He's turning things around for me. Amen. Let us turn uh, to the 37th chapter of the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 37. Ezekiel chapter 37, we begin reading from verse 1. The hand of the Lord was upon me, and carried me out in the
2: spirit of the Lord, and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones, caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones. And say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord
1: God unto these bones. Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you. And you shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you. And will bring up flesh upon you. And
2: cover you with skin and put breath in you. And you shall live. And you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied there was a noise. And behold a shaking and the bones came together bone to his bone. And when I beheld lo the sinews and the flesh. Came upon them, and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. Then said he unto me, Prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood up on their feet. An exceeding great army.
1: We'd like to speak from the subject, God Knows. God Knows. Our Father and our God, we thank you once again for this privilege and opportunity,
2: Lord, that you have afforded us to be found in the house of worship, that prayers can be heard, your mercy can be found, where your word is expounded upon and the spirit of God rests in the midst of us. Father, let your word go forth with, with, with clarity, conviction, and understanding. Let your word go forth to touch the hearts and the spirit of those that have gathered themselves here, as well as those that may have been listening in to our broadcast on today. And touch the hearts of the people, dear God, and so let them know, Father God, all things are possible to those that believe in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Father, we thank you for this opportunity. We give you the glory, and we give you the honor. In the mighty name of Jesus we pray. And the children of God say, Amen. They be seated. Amen. God, God knows. Amen. We take our thought from the the verse of scripture where God asked the prophet, Can the bone death in the valley? that was very dry, he asked the question, can they live again? And the prophet gives God the
1: best answer that any person can give. And he tells him, Lord, thou knew it. And
2: so it let me know that we as a people, when we have questions concerning life,
1: we don't need to go to people but we have the opportunity and the privilege to go to
2: God because God knows all things, nothing escapes him. Matter of fact, the Bible says that he even know our thoughts from afar off before we receive the thought that we're going to ever think God already knows we're going to come into our mind.
1: And so we have a privilege and an opportunity to go before God. Jesus said,
2: come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. He said, I will give you rest. He said, take my yoke upon you, for my yoke is easy and my burdens are light." So whatever it is that we're carrying, whatever it is that we may be dealing with or going through, God already knows. And for some strange reason, we are are very quick to talk our situations and problems over with people that have problems themselves. And the last person we seem to go to with our situation is God. When God already knows and he's been waiting on us to come to him and tell us what it is that we're dealing with, what are we going through, and the problem and the situation that we're facing in our lives, our weakness, our faults, our failures, he knows it all. Nothing escapes God. In our prayer time. When we get down on our knees, lay down in our bed or ride in our cars and we begin to talk to God. Tell God all about it. Tell him about your situations. Tell him about your weakness and your faults and, how, and what it took to make you fall and cause you to be in the, in the condition and the situation that you're in. He already knows. The Bible says if you ask, it shall be given. If you seek, you shall find. And if, the, and if you knock, the door shall be open unto you. for he that asketh, it, receive it. and he that seeketh it, find it. And he that knocketh, the door is open unto you. The Bible says we have not, because we ask not. And we need to go to God and be most sincere, amen, as children of God. It's not like your parents, certain things you feel or believe you can't go to your parents. And, and discuss or say things to, but yet you're called a friend, somebody that you don't know, you just met, and you relate to situation, something personal about your life to them, and you don't seem like you can go to your own parents to talk to them about it. But let me tell you today, you can go to God. He's been waiting to hear from you, because whatever it is that you have on your heart or what's going on with you, he already knows. The children of Israel was in a backsliding condition.
1: They had not got to the point where they had got so prosperous. Things were going so good for them. Everything they did, God touched. God blessed. Blessed
2: the womb. He blessed their fields. Blessed their finances. Blessed everything they did and he even caused nations to fear them. The Bible says he gave them houses that they didn't build, vineyards that they didn't plant. He gave them things that people would look upon them and know that they are a special people, the people of God. And you got to know that you're special. It doesn't matter what you have or what you don't have. You got to know for yourself that being a child of God, that makes you special. So God has placed his name upon them, called them Hebrews called them Jews, called them the children of God. Israel was the, his nation. It was the, his son that he had inherited, amen, from Abraham. It was his, his inheritance. And God fought for him, gave him victory, brought them out of bondage, brought them to the wilderness, gave them a land, amen, that they called the nation of Israel. And somewhere along the line, the children of Israel got beside themselves and they forgot about God. They began to make the thing that they possessed their God, began to become like other nations. When God had called them out to be a peculiar people, a holy nation, a royal priesthood, that they should show forth the praise of Him who called them out of darkness to His marvelous light. This is our prop. This is our, our job. This is what God has called us to do be peculiar. Amen. Stand out in the crowd. Don't fit in. Amen. You know, a lot of time when people go to certain places, especially if they don't want to be, they, they want to mingle into the crowd. A lot of people join big old mega churches so they can what? Fit into the crowd, so they won't be seen, so nobody won't call them to come up and sing or testify or say anything. They just want to just mingle into the crowd. But God have called you and I to stand out. Stand out like a sore thumb. So people could see. The Bible said, let men see your good works, that we may glorify our Father, which is in the heaven. Amen. He don't want us just to blend in with the crowd. He want us to stand out. Amen. He said, if I've called you from out of darkness to my marvelous light. Amen. That we should show forth the praise of him who called us. Amen. And let people know that for Christ I stand. Amen. For me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Amen. But you find too many people want to fit in. Amen. Want to blend in with the crowd. Amen. Don't want the wrinkled feathers as as per se. Amen. Want to be accepted by people. Amen. And when we be accepted by people and try to do all of those things, Amen, to make people feel good about our presence among them, Amen. We walking slowly and slowly away from God. Amen. The children of Israel began to blend in with the other nations that was around them. That, that that lived among them. Amen. They wanted to blend in. And when they began to blend in, they began to take on the association. Amen. The Bible, the, the, you hear the people say that association brings on simulation, And they began to blend in with the people. Amen. And little did they know they were calling on God. They were singing about God. They were going to all of these different uh, uh, religious uh, things about the Passover and all of these things. They were still keeping that. But little by little, it was walking away from God. Amen. The Bible said we got to serve God with our whole heart. The Bible said love the Lord that God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. We got to give God our best. Amen. He don't want us to blend in. Amen. He wants us to stand out. Amen. The Bible said do anybody put a candle and put it under, under the, 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 a bushel? No. Put it on a candle stand where it can give light to the whole house. God wants us to give light to the whole house. We can't be what we used to be. I remember we used to sing that song in church, I'm not the same anymore. Since Jesus came into my life, I'm not the same. Amen. We can't be the same person we was before we accepted Christ, before he put his hand upon our lives. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We got to be different. Amen. We got to stand out from the crowd. Israel wanted to blend in with the people. Amen, that they lived among, that the people lived among them. Amen. One of the things God told them, said, look, destroy all those nations. Amen. Destroy them. Amen. Man, woman, child beast. He said, get rid of them all for the land I bring you in. Amen. It's a land that was flowing with milk and honey, but you still had enemies there. You still had people there that didn't believe the true and living in God. And Israel slowly but surely, amen, began to walk away from God. Begin to make idols, they God. Be- Begin to bring the idols, amen, of other nations into their homes. Amen. What are we bringing into our homes today, amen, that don't represent God, amen, that God is not pleased with? What are we allowing our children to bring into the houses, amen? What are we allowing to go on in our homes, in our cause, amen, on a job? What are we allowing, amen, and beginning to blend in with the people? Sooner or later, amen, God brought judgment upon Israel. Amen. He rolls up a nation called Babylon. Amen. The Babylonians went, amen, and took Israel by captive. Amen. And they began, amen, to deteriorate. Amen. Not physically, amen, but spiritually. Amen. So when God spoke to the prophet Ezekiel, amen, he wanted his people back and told him, say, look, amen, I got to use you. I got to do something, amen, with you to get the attention of my people. And the Bible said that the hand of the Lord, amen, was upon Ezekiel, amen, and carried him down, amen, in the spirit into the valley of dry bones. Thank you, Lord. You know, a lot of times if we're not in the spirit, amen, we, we don't, we don't be able to, we're we not able to see or relate to what other people is going through, amen. But God wants us to be able to relate to what people is going through. So sometimes he allows us, amen, to see things, amen, that will get our attention. Amen. Because what's going on with them could easily, it could easily be you. Amen. So God takes the prophet, the man of God. Amen. And the Bible says He put him in the spirit. Amen. And brought him down to the valley that was full of dry bones. Amen. These valley of dry bones represented the fact that the children of Israel. Amen. Were spiritually decaying. Amen. The spirit of God had left them. Amen. It wasn't singing in the spirit anymore. It wasn't walking in the spirit anymore. They wasn't allowing the Spirit of God to lead and guide them anymore. They spiritually was dying. Their spiritually was decaying and, 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 and walking away from God. Amen. But thank God for his loving kindness and his tender mercies. Amen. God, don't give up. Amen. I remember they sang the song the other day when we were at rehearsal. Don't give up on God. Because God hasn't given up on you. Amen. And I'm so grateful that God hasn't given up on me. Amen. Through all the things and places I've been and went through. Amen. Ups and downs, valleys and storms. Amen. God's kept his hand on my life. Amen. Thank God that he kept his hand on your life. Amen. That he wouldn't let you go. Amen. A lot of times we did things that God could have easily walked away from us. Amen. Because we didn't serve him. We didn't represent him. Amen. The proper way that we should be representing God. Amen. But thank God that somebody, amen, went before us. Amen. Somebody went before us, amen, and redeemed us from all of these things. Thank God for Jesus Christ, amen, the only Son of God, who went before us and became our kinsman redeemer. Amen. He redeemed us. And we look here in the Old Testament, what all these people went through and what all God suffered for these people to get them back in line so they could represent him in a proper fashion so people can be saved. The Bible says that we're supposed to walk circumspectly to this world that we may win the souls of men. We have to understand how important the souls are to God. Amen. And stop getting mad with people and don't think that we can talk to this one or talk to that one. God wants us to be a witness. Amen. I'm reminded by John the Baptist. Amen. How he was down in in, in the Jordan, or down in the wilderness in the Jordan River, preaching the word of God, preaching the word of repentance. Amen. Because he realized how important it was. Amen, that God, amen, would win the souls of men. Amen, so he told them that they had to repent for the kingdom of heaven was at hand. Thank you, Lord. John preached so hard and so long, amen, for the souls of those people. The Bible said they came from everywhere, from out of Jerusalem and from out of Judea and the region round about to hear the message that John was preaching. Lord, help us here today. Sometimes people get, to, well, I haven't heard that message before. Amen, but you ain't changing. The message ain't changing yet. Amen. So God got to give you that same message again. Amen. God keeps saying the same thing until it touch our heart, until it makes us move and change us. Amen. So God want us, for what God wants us to be. Amen. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says the people came out and asked, John, are you the Christ? He said, no, I'm just a witness. I'm just a voice crying out in the wilderness. Amen. Prepare you the way of the Lord and make his path straight. We got to straighten up and fly right, church. We got to get our act together. We got to recommit ourselves to what God did call us to do, what God did call us to be, what God did call us to act out into this world, to be a witness for him, just be a voice to cry out in the wilderness. Thank you, Lord. The Bible said that God took the prophet Ezekiel and placed him down into the valley of dry bones. And the Bible said that the valley was full of bones. And Ezekiel said, son of man, can these bones live? Thank you, Lord. Amen. He didn't want him to look through the human standpoint. Amen. Because in the first verse, he said, the Lord put him in the spirit. Amen. So he can see what God is seeing. God wants you and I to see what he sees. He wants us to feel what he feels. Thank you, Lord. I remember the late pastor called you to say, look, if if God is angry with sin, he wants you and I to be angry with sin. Amen. Because we got to see people through the eyes of God. And so God brought the, the prophet Ezekiel and placed him in the spirit and brought him down in the valley of dry bones. And he asked him a question. He said, look, as you look around this valley and you're looking at the situation, the condition of all of these people that's in this valley, he said, can they live again? Ezekiel answered God and say, Lord, only you know. You know, a lot of times we give up on people. We don't think that we can witness to this person because we think that they're too far gone. But you got to look back at it on your own life. See where God just brought you from. See what God just forgave you about. See, the, remember the place. It, you ain't been saved that long. You ain't that old that you can't look back over your shoulder and see the places that God just delivered you from, the places he didn't brought you from. And you're going to look at the condition of somebody else and say they're too far gone. Ain't nobody too far gone. Ain't nobody too far gone that God, what the songwriter said, he can reach way out. And saying from the uttermost to the guttermost. God can save them. Amen. But he needs you and I. Amen. He called you and I to be a witness. And so he asked the prophet, he said, son of man, can these bones live? Amen. You look at the condition. You look at the situation of these people. And you tell me, can they live again? Can they get back up again? Can they believe in me again? Amen. Can they be a witness again? Can they, can they live and represent me again? have say, Lord, only you know this. Thank you, Lord. See, look, there's some things that God gives for you to do and there's some things that's left only for God to do. And all God wants to do is for you to yield your vessel to him and he'll work through you. That's all he wants. He wants somebody, amen, that he can work through. Amen. For 400 years, the children of Israel waited on one man to be born and brought into the world that would have a heart to go before Pharaoh and tell him, let my people go. Isn't that something? Out of all them people, millions of people, 430 years the Bible says that, that the children of Israel was down in Egypt as servants. Now you tell me out of all of those people in 400 years, you mean to tell me there wasn't one person that came that God couldn't use?
1: The Bible say Moses came. Moses' name means to be drawn out. You've been drawn out of a crowd. You remember the people you used to hang with? You remember the people you used to be with? The places you used to go? Them
2: same people is still out there. Some of them might be dead. Some of them could be in penitentiary right now. But God drawn you out. Amen. I remember the the, the movie concerning uh, uh, Malcolm X. At the end of the movie, all these little children all over the world were saying, I am Malcolm X. Everybody was talking, I am Malcolm X. Well, you can look at yourself and say, I am Moses, because you've been drawn out. Amen. And God drawn you out of that crowd, out of that situation, that you can be a witness for him. Let people know where God then brought you from, what God then did for you. And there were some places that you've been that you too shamed to say what you did and what you and who you was with when you was doing it. But the prophet said, The Lord knows. He knows everything. So don't you ever think. That somebody, whoever it is, is too far gone for God to turn them around. what the, song, what the songwriter said? He's turning things around for me. God can turn it around. He can turn it around because he's God. Amen. in the beginning, the Bible said in, in the book of Genesis in the beginning, the Bible said that, that the world was with darkness and it was, no, it was void. They had nothing here until He began to speak. He said, "Let there be. Thank you, Lord. You got to ask the Lord, say, Lord, whatever it is for my life, let it be. Let it be, Lord, for me. Amen, that you can work through me, that somebody might be healed and delivered. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says when the prophet answered the Lord and told him that he knows. Amen. The only thing he told him to do, preach the word. Give him the word, son of man. He said, prophesy prophesy unto them, prophesy to these bones, thank you, Lord, I don't care how much they're drinking, I don't care how much they're doping and smoking, amen, don't let that deter you, give them the word. tell them, say, look, my sister, my brother, God has something for you to do, I was in that state one time, amen, I didn't think God could do what he did for me in my life, but this is what he did, he said, prophesy unto those dry bones, I know the situation looked dim, I know it looked like, like, like they're not gonna hear, they're not gonna answer. Now you have to understand now the metaphor that God is using, that these bones is very dry. They're dead and they're lying down in a valley. They're not on top of a mountaintop. Amen. They don't have no skin or no sinew, nothing on them. They're just dry and in the valley. That's how bad their situation was. He's using this metaphor to show the condition
1: of his people. But God said, just prophesy to them. Preach the word. Preach the word to them, son of man. Preach the word that the sinews will come
2: back up on them. Preach the word that the skin would be covered back up on them. Now, all of these things, the skin and the snooze, amen, is an indication that these people was wounded. A lot of people is hurt. A lot of times people is drinking and drugging and doing certain things because they don't love themselves anymore because they've been wounded by life. So many things that happened to them. So many people that let them down. Amen. And you wonder to say, why in the world do they keep doing stuff like that? Because they don't love themselves anymore. You got to give a person, amen, the meaning to fall back in love with themselves. Ooh, Lord, because God loves you. Right before we, when we, when we started the scripture, I mean, started the service on today. Amen. The Lord had me sing this song. I don't know why <laughs> Jesus loved me. Yeah, and I don't know why He cared. You got to know that God loves you. Regardless of what position or condition you're in, he still loves you. And he don't love you any more now than he did when you was out on the boss stool in the whole house or at the drug dealer. He loves you even more. Then, then he do now. Do you realize the Bible said that Jesus came to give his life for the sins of this world? Not for people who was doing good and, and walking in the way of God. He came and gave his life For people like you and I. And so he told the prophet, he said, prophesy to these bones that they may live again. Thank you, Lord. That's where life comes back at. Life comes through the word of God. Amen. I'm reminded again. Amen. When God called Moses. Amen. And Moses went down and he gave a word to Pharaoh that God said, let my people go. Some people have been down there for 430 years, living the same way. Amen. Without any hope. Amen. The Bible said that they was praying because the Bible said God heard their cries. Amen. He heard their cries, which means that they were praying. But sometimes you find people praying and don't believe in the prayers that they pray. Because when Moses came down there and began to, to prophesy and preach to Pharaoh, the Bible said that things got rougher for the people. And told him all, he, they told Moses that you need to go back. You need to go back. You're making things much harder for us. You have to understand when, you, when the word goes forward. Amen. Things sometimes get worse before it gets better. Amen. Sometimes things just have to take its course. Isn't that what they say when when people are sick with certain illness? They say, look, it just got to run its course. Something got to run its course before it began to get better. Amen. But don't stop taking the medicine. Don't stop taking the medicine. Amen. Don't don't stop doing, amen, the things that the doctor told you to do. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So when Moses was down and the things got worse for the children of Israel, and he began to part the finger at Moses, it didn't stop Moses. Amen. Moses went back. Amen. God sent Moses back. Go back and tell Pharaoh this. If you don't let my people go, these are the things going to happen to him. And the Bible said that Moses began to preach, began to prophesy to Pharaoh and tell him what thus said the Lord. And the Bible said he preached to the dust. Amen. To so the dust turned into light. He preached. Amen. To the water, to the water turned into blood. He preached the flies came up out of the ground, amen, It covered all the face of the earth. He preached the word until frogs came and, and, and covered every person house down in Egypt. He preached the word. You got to continue to preach the word, amen, till God bring changes, amen. God is not slack concerning his word. Whatever God said, he'll bring it to pass. He said, before one God a killer of my word fall to the ground, heaven and earth shall pass away, but me and my word God stands. The Bible said that he preached. Amen. He preached. Thank you, Lord. Until locusts came upon the land, he preached. Until frogs covered the earth, he preached. Until flies was all over. Amen. Uh, the, the the nation of Egypt, he preached the word until the word got down into Pharaoh. Amen. He realized that he couldn't fight with God. Amen. And the Bible said that when he set the dead angel, he told him, "Say, look, your God is God. The Lord you serve is God. Take your family. Take your children." Amen. And get up out of Egypt. Thank you, Lord. You got to keep on. Amen. You can't let nothing deter you. Amen. Because you've been praying and don't seem like nothing changed. You've been praying and you've been doing your, 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 your auxiliary duties in the church. You've been singing in the choir. You've been praying your tithes. You've been putting up offerings. Don't seem like things change. Don't seem like this works. But keep on working. Keep on believing. Amen. It's just a test. Amen. This just a test. God is putting you to a test, amen, to see if you can stand, amen, stand the test of time. Thank you, Lord. And after the test was all over, the Bible said if the children of Israel, they didn't leave out, out empty. They left out with silver and gold and, and raiments of clothing. They left out with their herds and their cattle and their children. You ain't going to leave out of this situation empty. God's going to bless you. Amen. God's going to bless you if you can just hold on. Thank you, Lord. The Bible said don't be weary in well-doing. For in due season, you're going to reap if you faint not. The Bible said that Ezekiel began to prophesy, began to preach to the bones until a sinews came upon the bones and and the skin covered them. Amen. The Bible said, but they laid that there still was no light in them. And so the Bible said that that God told Ezekiel, say, go back and prophesy to the four winds. Prophesy to the winds that the winds may enter into the bones that they may live again. Thank you, Lord. The winds represented the spirit of God. Thank you, Lord. We need the Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord. We need the Spirit of God to live this life. We need God, amen, to allow his Holy Spirit to lead us and to guide us. Amen. We need the word to get down inside of us. As David said, let your word, oh, Lord, find place in my heart. Let it get down in my heart. I don't need it in my head. I need it in my heart. Thank you, Lord, because your heart will not never deceive you. Say, your word, oh, Lord, have I hid in my heart that I send out against you. Amen. You, need, you got to want the word. Amen. You got to pray to God for the word in an in a, in, in, in uh, announcement. Amen. Uh, Since heaven said pray for the preacher. Pray for him before he gets you. Pray for him before he preaches the word. that so he may say something to you that might touch your heart, that might touch your life, that cause you to look up. Amen. And begin to think and wonder. Amen. What am I doing with my life? Amen. What am I allowing God to do with my life? Amen. Thank you, Lord, being a child of God. You should want God to use you. You want to be available for God. Amen. Thank you, Lord, to be used by God. Thank you, Lord. The Bible said that the the prophet began to prophesy, prophesy to the four winds. The Bible said when the wind entered into the bones, amen, they stood up, agreed on me. Thank you, Lord. People can stand. The Bible says that if a good man falls seven times, you can get back up again. Amen. Certain people that might be dealing with certain situations and circumstances, it wasn't like that always. Amen. Life can deal us some bad blows. Amen. Everybody can't deal with what you can deal with. Everybody can't handle what you can handle. Everybody can't go through what you went through. Amen. But there are some things other people went through that you can't either. Amen. So God calls us to get down into a situation. Amen so that we can relate to somebody else. Amen. And when you can relate to somebody else, it calls you not to judge. It calls you not to be so judgmental. Amen. And say that this person is this, and this person is that. Amen. But God, amen, nothing goes on without God's approval. Amen. Nothing goes on without God's approval. Amen. You got to be able to see past the situation and see God's handwork upon that person's life. Amen. God could be using that person to bring change in you. Amen. While we thinking that this person here needs change, God could be using them to bring change in you. This is what God did with the Babylonians. He used the Babylonians to make Israelites open up and see that they need God. You can't live without God. You can't make this journey of life without God. Old folks used to say you're going to need him to live. And you're sure enough going to need him to die. We need God. Amen. Don't think that you can live apart from God. So everything you're dealing with, whatever you're going through, whatever habit you might have, whatever you might be holding in your heart, tell God because he already he already knows. God knows everything. Nothing escapes him. Thank you, Lord. When the prodigal son had left his father. The Bible said that the father saw his son coming from a fall. He knew he was coming back. He just kept looking for him. And the Bible said he saw him from a, from a fall. And he went and met him. Met him in the condition that he was in. Met him all stinky, nasty, and dirty. Just that came from out of the hog pen. Didn't even have no shoes to put on his feet. Smelling like the hog pen that he was working in. But the Bible said the father hugged him. Put his arms around him and embrace him. Say, This is now my son who was dead is alive again. He was lost, but now he's found. He said, Go and kill a fatty calf. The best thing I got in this house, I want you to make it ready for my son have returned home. We got to begin to worship and praise God for the ones who's returning back home. Thank you, Lord. Somebody's on their way back. Amen, but God wants you to be a witness. He wants you to prophesy to him. Tell him what thus said the Lord. Don't sugarcoat God's word. Amen. Tell it just like it is. Thank you, Lord. That's the only thing God will work with. Only his word. Not what we think, not what we believe, but God will work through his word. Give him the word of God. This is what they need. That's what's been missing in their life. The word of God. Solomon, when he became king, the Bible said that he was the most wisest man that ever lived before and the most wisest one that would, ever, would never live after him. And because he asked God to give him a discerning heart for the rule over his people, it pleased God to the point that God said that he was going to make him so rich and so famous that people are going to come from everywhere to see the wisdom of Solomon. And if you read in the book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon said that all that he had gained. It all became vanity. All the stuff you could ever get, the cars, the house, the money, the job, the position, there ain't nothing but vanity. And he
1: realized after he had done, done all of these things that it was only God that he needed.
2: So we need finances to take care of our financial obligations and things.
1: But the most things we need more than anything. That's right is God. We need God. He's turning our situation around. He's turning it around for me. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap
2: of praise. Isn't that something, how good God is to us? He knows everything about us. Know knows everything we've done, done, everything we've said. Every situation we've been caused. But yet he still
1: loves us. He still loves us. What does all God's grace say? I remember the time
2: when I strayed away, even though I knew the word, but yet I wouldn't obey. But God's mercy and grace, it stayed with me and it brought me all the way. All the way back. God's grace. Yes. Because he knows. Amen. We, he knows. We thank God for the word. Thank God for those that, was, that came out on today as well as those that they have called in. I do pray that something was said by the word of God that have caused our attention. Amen. To get back in favor with God. Tell God our situation. Amen. Amen. That God may heal and forgive us. He said, if you confess your faults or your sins. The Bible said that he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But we got to confess. we got to tell him. Even though he
1: knows he's waiting to hear from you. Amen. Amen. Let us stand.